Welcome back to the More Life Podcast. The boys are absolutely buzzing. Once again, mono-free, here we are. And at this point, on June 13th, 2021, we're recording this. We have both finished our first year of PT and PTA school. So how about that? Let's give us a bit of a round of applause there. Oh, it's great. It's great. Outstanding work by both of us. You know, there's some hard times, but also some good times. But anyway, we got through the first year. Not sure. I'm, I mean, we talked about it before, but if you guys didn't know, I'm in Curly, finished my first year of PT school, and Matt is in his PTA school at uh, Niagara County Community College. Yep. Myself at UB. And we're going to break that down, kind of like give her a bit of a review of what we thought of our first year. And also, we both started our clinical internship a few weeks ago. So we'll give, we're working with patients for the first time. So we'll give a little bit of insight on that as well. So, Matt, why don't you give us, get us started? Uh, what was your expectations every first year, and did your first year meet them? Well, I would say the schooling part is definitely, it was difficult. I had a feeling it was going to be difficult, but um, it's all interesting, and I think that's what really makes it the most manageable for me, because when you're, you know, you're interested in something that you're learning, whether it's easy or hard, it ends up just being kind of easier to learn, or more bearable to learn, I guess you could say. <laughs> just got to get through it. Just yeah, get yeah, through exactly. It. Just got to get through it. Sometimes, you know, you get through the stuff that's like, yeah, I don't know why, like, I, I can't learn this, <laughs> but... You know, uh, for the most part, it's uh, it's pretty good. And um, how has it been for you? It was pretty good. I mean, uh, it was definitely difficult, like you said. I mean, I, like, struggled sometimes in undergrad, so I was like, I don't know how this first year of PT school is going to go. But at the same time, like, I feel like I've gotten to be a better student as I've gone on in college. So I feel like I was definitely ready for um, this first year. And, I mean, it was overwhelming at times, but, I mean, I got through it. And my grades, actually, this past semester were the best they've ever been. So that was oh wow good to see, so. I mean, it wasn't too bad. I can't complain too much. Was it like was there like a one specific class you really liked or didn't like? Um, I would say this past semester we had a class called clinical orthopedics that paired with the lab. It was really it was really interesting. Um, it was like uh, learning all the muscles and everything and uh, goniometry and manual muscle testing, which for people that don't know, kind of like helps with learning uh, range of motion of a patient and how strong they are. But the, I think that was the most interesting class for me. Okay, very nice, very nice. Yeah, I had a similar experience. Like, uh, I had musculoskeletal one class where it was like, we were pretty much all about like the uh, the spine, going from the neck to the um, low back and uh, butt area, going from like, uh, learning about the anatomy of it, um, how to do like certain range of motion measurements, um, how to do like test out the strength of different things, learn about different like differential diagnosis, which is pretty cool just to kind of like, it's kind of the point where like we felt we were ready to work with patients like for that area of the spine like and honestly like my clinical which i'll talk about a little bit later in the episode um i've gotten to work with do a few evaluations for our patients coming in with that uh either like neck pain or low back pain and i've honestly felt like pretty good about what i learned in school and I'm able my ability to uh, apply it um i ask you this like how is pt school any different or the same compared to like let's say like uh other college experience because you spend time at Damon as well. Yeah. Plus you spent some other years at C, not in the PTCA school. Um, how would you compare it to that? Uh, I would definitely say more difficult. Um, the program started with, I think, 32 people. And right now I think we're down to 12. So like, I think a lot of people get into it not really expecting or not knowing what's coming. And then it hits them, and they're like, oh, no, no, no. So you're saying you're a survivor, then? Uh, I'm saying I'm a survivor. All right, That's all correct. Right. I'm a survivor with the other 11. How about another hand clap there? Oh, I... amazing work. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's definitely difficult compared to other classes I've been in. 
But, I mean, like I said before, if it's, it's something that I'm interested in, so I don't really have that much of a problem with it. Yeah, that's perfect. How about you? Because you're in, this, this is grad school for you. It is grad school. This is big stuff. So, I mean, first of all, you got into grad school, so let's give a round of applause. All right. A lot of claps, you would say. A lot of claps. Um, how do you feel like these classes are compared to previous? Um, it's interesting because in some respects, they're kind of the same where, like, um, you're just trying to kind of get through it. Like, <laughs> one class in, in particular, um, medical sciences. That was an interesting class because uh, we we just kept like PowerPoints of it, like tons of information with each slide having like multiple paragraphs on it. And like, yeah, honestly, it was just kind of like trying to learn, as, trying to have absorb as much of that as you could. Mm. So in that way, there's a kind of some cramming like undergrad. But at the same time, though, like this is grad school and you're going to need to apply like a lot of tests and things you learn. So you have to know it on like a more uh, detailed level and be able to like know how it's applied and how to do everything specifically. Because if the tests are like, if I let's say I'm doing a special test for the shoulder or like the low back, if, if that's not carried out like in the way it's directed to be carried out, and if I can't like um, take the knowledge that the test has shown me to apply that to the patient, then um, that's kind of a waste of time because you need to know like things on a more detailed level, which I feel like an undergrad, there's a lot of like weed out courses, for example, like chemistry, like or like psychology. Not to say those aren't important because they are, and like you can get a lot from those, but for a lot of people, those classes can just kind of like you take them you learn what you can during the semester and like that's it. Whereas PT or in PT school, like you have to learn things uh, in a more detailed way and like know how to apply them for a longer period of time. So that can help you like work with the patient. It's not just something that like you learn once and just throw it away because it's important for yeah. future patients. Definitely, definitely. Now, uh, you know, nobody really wants to talk about this topic anymore, but you know, COVID had an effect on a lot of things and uh, specifically school how has COVID affected your learning process in their first year um I think it's affected in a way just because um well I'll start with this luckily I feel like my classes were more in person than online which compared to a lot of people which is like different but I think it's good for me because I'm more of like in-person learner like I feel like more connected um in person also because I don't, I don't I don't focus really when just like staring at a Zoom screen. Yeah. And like just looking at all the people on the Zoom is very distracting. I, I know. <laughs> you think, oh, what's this person doing? Exactly. You look at them exactly. like fidgeting with like a pencil or something. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of that this semester. But um yeah, it's like I feel like I'm more of an in person learner. And um the only bad thing was like there's only forty of us in our class and a lot of the people in the class are like very like cool people. They're very nice, interesting, and you want to hang out with them, but at times COVID kind of like prevented that in a way, like I don't think as a class we got to hang out and like um, enjoy each other's company as much as we would have liked. Yeah. I mean, we did. I did have like my core friends that like hung out with a lot and that was just great. To, that was really fun because they're like really cool group of people and like I'm lucky to have them and go through like the struggle of PT, PT school with them. But um, yeah, it's a little bit social aspect a little bit, but I think because our class had mostly um, in-person classes, like it didn't affect the schooling part too much. What about you? That's good. Um, I would say for the most part, I was probably online both semesters, the fall and the spring one. I think I was in person for maybe one or two of them. But uh, other than that, the classes were online for me. And uh, I would say it definitely affected the uh, social aspect of like interacting with my classmates because, you know, when we would go in, it would only be for a lab <clears throat> and you'd have a, a lab partner. And that's it. You have the same person every single time and you wouldn't work on anyone else. And uh, yeah, I just don't really feel like I know the rest of my classmates besides maybe like two, maybe three other people in my in my class right now. So I, I think that'll change next year as, you know, restrictions are easing up. But as for the schooling part, 
I think for me personally, it probably affected it a little bit. Like you said, I'm definitely not like a like an online learner with the Zoom calls and stuff. I'm definitely more of an in-person one. So, I mean, you can't blame how successful you are based on if you're online or in-person, but I think it affected me a little bit there. No, I got you. I feel that too because like, I don't know about you, but I'm more of like, there are times where like I kind of procrastinate and like I do things the last minute and they're online. Like if Lux is on, posted on Tuesday, I don't need to watch it by until like next Tuesday. I might wait till like Saturday or Sunday versus like if I was in class, I'd be obviously doing it that day. So yeah, there's a difference there. But, but yeah, like you said about the uh, social aspect, like um, if you can, that'd be definitely something to do like more if you can next semester, just because like it really helps you learn with the, um, just because you're with your peers, like you're all doing the same thing. It's cool to like just learn different things with them and like compare how you learn. And because I think you learn better that way when you're working with others and you have like a common goal in mind. But you can also, yeah, it's also a lot of fun too, just like hanging out with your classmates. Like, shout out to the Goni Albert gang. I mean, we had some great times and I can't wait for the future. <laughs> <laughs> did uh, I want to ask you this? Did like your first year of PTA school like kind of change your perception of the profession at all? Yes and no. I had a pretty solid idea of what was going on before I got into the program. Um, I would say as I'm taking the more classes, I'm getting a better understanding of like how much you need to know and I mean, all the information that goes on with it. So I guess that would be the only thing I wasn't really didn't view the profession as. But yeah, I think, you know, it's a, a profession that I'm happy I'm into and I'm happy with my decision of going into it. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. For me, it changed a little bit. I mean, I've um, been planning to go to PT school for a few years now and um, I've like shadowed and stuff at clinics so I like had a good idea of like what was going on there but <clears throat> it did change some things were different like for example like um, just kind of learning from like an anatomical basis or treating patients from an anatomical basis versus like just treating their symptoms I feel like in PT I was always thought like if someone had like um, let's say like a vertebrae in front of the other which is called spondylolisthesis I thought I felt like we were treating that, but instead we're not. We're treating whatever symptoms they have that, whether it's low back pain or whether that's like muscle instability or things of that nature. Like just because it's so hard to know exactly what's going on as a PT, like yeah. you don't know like how things are affecting other things. Like everything has a trickle down effect. And um, there's like so many different aspects of like how pain like comes. I mean that's like pain science one on one. Like you can't really predict. It's hard to predict how like nociception or the process of pain happens and why it's happening to different people so i feel like i always saw you'd be treating like a certain injury or like something wrong with a person's anatomy of their body but instead you're treating what symptoms are a result of that whether it's like decreased strength decreased range of motion um those are just some very general examples but that was kind of a big eye-opener for me when i like first started yeah yeah well, let's move on to the clinical experience you know as you mentioned before we both uh just got into our clinical experience how long is yours like eight weeks mine is eight weeks yes um i have three weeks into it so i like five more to go nice nice and mine is six weeks and uh so far what do you think it's been good it's been cool to like uh start working with patients um i've definitely my, my ci or a clinical instructor who kind of oversees me and kind of gives me things to do and assesses my progress has kind of been um I like how he's given the opportunity to work with a lot of different patients. He's kind of going, he's kind of just throwing me right in the fire. I've done a few different evaluations, which have been pretty cool to see like how I can go about doing that and see um, if I'm, if I'm able to do everything in my, <laughs> the big thing is remembering to do everything because <laughs> there have been times where I'll say, I'll admit where like I finished one and then kind of reflected on it afterwards and be like, oh crap, I feel like I should have like included this, like this test or that thing. 
that thing just to make sure I had a more clear, thorough picture of what's happening. But yeah, it's definitely been cool because I feel like if I were like, let's say, just observing more and just not really getting the full hands-on experience, and it might be like, oh, I might feel out of touch where like I'm not applying as much as I know. Yeah. 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 For me, I think the clinical experience has been like pretty massive because like doing something helps me remember it more than like kind of like reading it or memorizing it or, you know, anything like that. Like if I practice it like over and over physically, like that's just, it's like muscle memory and I can remember it way easier. Yeah. So I think I'm learning, I wouldn't say more, but I'm learning like a ton of information through just like the first couple of weeks. I've only been there two weeks and I feel like I've learned so much already. So I, I think, you know, I'm really happy that uh, that's the case. And my CI has been great. He's been uh, like just always teaching me something at all times. And he's been uh, really good in a sense of like helping me ease into it. And, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy as the first CI I had. That's great to hear. I mean, like, your CI, I feel like your CI can make a di- big difference in your clinical experience. Um, I feel like my, I like my CI so far. Um, yeah, I definitely understand what you mean about like, um, seeing things done and getting your chance to, and then getting a chance to do them yourself. I mean, I'm definitely more of like a hands-on learner as well. Like different times, like in school, like where they show us something to do in lab and we, and he shows us once and I was like, wait, what, what happened? What just happened? I, I don't remember a single thing he just did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely good to get, get that experience for sure. Yeah. And you know, it's a lot better because as you mentioned before with volunteer hours for people that don't know in these programs, you have to get like a certain amount of volunteer hours where you just volunteer and shadow a a PT or a PTA for a little bit, like however many hours your score requires. In my volunteer experience, the one place I was at, he didn't even, he just made me do like maintenance stuff around the place. Like he had me change his blinds and like sweep the floors and stuff, but like he knew I needed the hours. And so it's just, no one just said anything, but it's been a lot better than that. I'm not, you know, changing blinds and sweeping floors and doing laundry. You're working for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm working for free. That's great. Yeah. No, I feel that because, like, I remember when I was, like, I remember when I was um, volunteering at a place, I don't, there's nothing you can do because you, you need, like, a license or, like, be in school to, like, do have right. your hands on a patient. So, yeah. like, you're just kind of chilling there, like, asking questions or, like, watching the PTs or PTAs that are there and, like, you're like, I guess, I mean, I guess it's my job to laundry because everyone else is busy. I'm just like yeah. standing here. So. Yeah, you feel kind of useless there. You, do feel, you, there. you definitely feel useless. You're like, I wish I could do something, but at the same time, like, no one expects me to and I can't. So yeah. there's really just no point. I feel yeah. like it's taking up space at some point. Yeah, well, definitely. <laughs> you feel like you're in the way sometimes. Yeah. Uh, well, that's how it goes. But yeah. everyone's got to go through that. So <laughs> um, one thing I would ask you about is, like, does your CI, um, how would you rate him, or not rate him, but, like, compare him as a teacher to some of your professors? Well, I've only had a couple professors in the subjects of my program. So I'm going to compare them to like my PTA professors instead of just like a chemistry teacher or something like that, something off topic. So compared to my program teachers, I think he's, he's on the, he's on the younger side. So he, I think, uh, language wise, he communicates better with me. Um, he's definitely he takes his time with something like he won't rush through it and just like say okay like that he'll make sure i understand it he'll have me practice it on him he'll have me you know do all these things on downtime and he's been really good with just like repeating things and showing me things multiple times so i think that's something i wouldn't necessarily get all the time uh with some of my pta professors Hmm. wow that's that's interesting i feel like mine is kind of like not the opposite but it's a little different because like um, I feel like some of my professors, particularly my musculoskeletal one professor, 
he's like very precise in the way he does things and everything has to be done like a certain way in a certain order in order to get like in his opinion the best results and i can definitely understand that but my ci is kind of different like i'll just give an example so like um if someone's coming in for neck pain and like you try and give them what's called repeated movement to try and find a direction of their movement that improves their symptoms um we the professor had said don't go in the opposite direction so if they had improved symptoms from bending bending the neck forward 10 times you wouldn't want to go and have them bend the neck backwards and um i had an eval last week or two weeks ago and uh the patient was responding well to like bending the neck backwards so like extension but they had been going to the chiropractor for um what's for manipulations which are like a quick crack of the uh, neck and with this they do like many rotation movements which doesn't counteract like extension it's like a different plane of motion rotation happens in the uh, transverse plane which is like this rotating the side and then uh, extension which is like the sagittal plane which is like back and forth and i told my ci this and i was like this wouldn't be like a big issue right since like they're different two different planes of movement and he goes well they're just they're, they're just all stimuli so it's not really like a big deal in the end i was like oh okay i guess that's a different way to th- that's just a different way to think about it between like therapists and like my ci um He's graduated a few years ago from UB, so like it's not really like um, he didn't he obviously didn't get too much of an education from what I'm getting. So yeah. like it's just kind of it's interesting to see how like therapists think about different things. Like neither I'm not gonna say neither one is right or wrong because I don't know enough to make that decision, but it's just interesting from that regard how like they go about doing different things um, to treat patients. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in school they're very like they want to make sure everyone like learns it a certain way so there's consistency with in the field very true and very i feel true. like once you get out of school you kind of your opinion factors into that yeah. and that's where things could maybe change slightly yeah because you have that experience so that's like a big part like i feel like in terms of doing everything the same way like that's kind of part maybe they could be trying to express like research because like if you're not doing everything the same way there's no way you can like have um consistent research where it's like valid and um specific so like if if things are the same way like there's more chance you can get like results that you can like see if that's the best the best way of doing it going forward versus looking at it and saying like that's not the best way of going to doing it going forward yeah yeah but yeah i mean every every therapist is different i feel like your clinical experience or where you've worked for in a few years of the field definitely has a huge impact on how you treat because you're constantly like once you get out there like and you're starting you're constantly reassessing how things are going and like if you think what you're doing is right and like if it could be altered to be more efficient or be improved going forward i'll just give another example like um so I was just, my CI was doing some soft tissue work, which basically means massaging a patient. And um, I was like, I've done some like, not research, but like I've looked up in the past, like videos, like the best way to like get rid of trigger points and like improve, have like good massage techniques. And I'm asking about this one technique where like, yeah, I read that if you can like um, push in the direction with pressure against the, um, in the opposite direction that the muscle fibers of that muscle go, you can pull apart knots. And he just kind of like laughed. He's like, yeah, I mean, we don't really know if we can even do that. Like, just because, like, you can't obviously can't see things going on, like, underneath the skin from, like, a muscle level. So, like, it's all just, like, stimuli at that point. So, like, it makes sense from that regard. But, yeah, it's just different. It's interesting to see the way, like, different therapists and just go, way they go about treating patients. Yeah, yeah. And that's the beauty of it. You know, you, everyone has their own way, and that's why, you know, different clinics are run different ways. Exactly. So, we're to continue to get this education, continue to have a more clinical experience to, uh, improve our care uh any last words matt um i don't think so i think you know we, we did a good job i think we did it well so i, I say we finished off with one more clap you know let's go first year in the books plenty more on the way 
This is the More Life Podcast, Summer Takeover 2021.